My name is Sean Walchef. This is the Digital Hospitality Show. This is our LinkedIn Live series. So today is the first day we're actually recording this conversation. We are going to repurpose these calls. So we've been doing these calls for four years now. It started Cali Barbecue Media, started building in public. Stover, myself, TJ, Toby, we decided to start doing calls on Clubhouse and uh, open them up to have weekly discussions. And they've turned into this incredible community of digital hospitality leaders. And now here we are every Wednesday, every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern time, 6 p.m. London time. No matter where you are in the world, we are here um, to talk about whatever is pressing. So we have different topics that we talk about. And today we're going to be talking about repurposed content. So if you're listening on digital hospitality, we hope you join us on LinkedIn Live. If you're here, please raise your hand, come up on stage. It's a chance for you to be on the Digital Hospitality Show, which is very exciting. And we're going to kick it over to Elizabeth. Elizabeth, take 60 seconds. Let us know who you are and what do you believe in. And we're going to get some more people up here on stage. Please raise your hand if you're down below uh, so we can bring you up on stage. The more voices on stage, the better the discussion. Elizabeth, mic is yours. Hey, everybody. My name is Elizabeth Doss. I am a gift creator. I am a verified artist with Giphy. My gifts have been viewed over five billion times. And I help brands and businesses harness their thought leadership and their community through creating animations that they can interact and their community can use to bring brand awareness, get attention, all those wonderful things. And one thing I do believe is that we can bring joy back to the social media and uh, make people smile and bring those little touch points that make their day. So I hand it back to you, Sean. Awesome. Thank you, Elizabeth. Stover, are you able to unmute? Hello, everyone. My name is Stover. Yes. Uh, executive producer with Cali BBQ Media. You might know me on social media as the barbecue hunk. Uh, however you know me, my job is to help others with digital storytelling and all things uh, media. I have a long history in journalism, uh, print, and then I moved into the digital world because that was the future. And now that the future is here, it's really important that we all share what we know with each other so we can grow together. Thanks, everyone. Uh, I'll pass the mic on. Appreciate you, Stover. Berkowitz is in the house. Jason Berkowitz. What it is. Happy Wednesday. Jason Berkowitz, longtime restaurant operator, partner, founder of Arrow Up Training. Currently, our big focus is developing supervisors into leaders who support their GMs, help lower turnover, build culture, lower liability. And uh, I believe if we really focus on it, we can lower turnover by one employee. And if we do that, crack that code, that will snowball into two, three, four, and we will be happier managers. Now back over to you. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. Matt Wampler, Mike is yours. Welcome to the stage. 60 seconds. Who are you? What do you believe? Matt Wampler, I'm a recovering restaurateur that is currently uh, the CEO of Clear Cogs, where we help synthesize all restaurant data down into the key answers they need for prep and production, labor management. Uh, and what do I believe? I believe that running a restaurant is incredibly difficult. And anything that we can do on the technology side to allow our operators to spend less time managing the metrics and staring at screens and more time engaging with their staff, their team, and their customers, uh, the better world we live. Beautiful. Thank you, Matt. One of hey, Sean, uh, the last time you talked to Matt uh, was on this digital hospitality show. So fans of the show will know you have uh, grown a lot since then. You actually pronounced his name correctly. Did I say it right, Matt? Yeah. We're, we're really proud of you, Sean. You're, you've Thank come you. a long way. I appreciate years. it. He, yes. he asked Matt on the show, why isn't it clear tags if your name's Matt Wampler? If your name's Matt Wampler and not Matt Wampler, why is it not clear tags? You, I don't think you had a good response. Do you have a good response for that, Matt? I had a great response. <laughs> Wobblers are severely dyslexic and have been for a long time. So I, I'm, I'm sure that we weren't very good at spelling our own name. Fantastic. Uh, please check out Matt's episode. Uh, it was awesome. Matt, thank you for being here. Barry, welcome to the stage. 60 seconds. Who are you? What do you believe? Hey, everyone. Barry Orbeck here. Um, training professional working uh, forever in the industry. Um, working with other training and tech leaders to improve the people experience from the team member point of view and also the guest point of view, ultimately uh, elevating the guest experience. Awesome. Thank you, Barry. Thanks for being here. Jordan, welcome to the stage. Thank you for being here. Who are you? What do you believe? 60 seconds. Go for it. 
Sean's talking to me uh, twice in two days. I appreciate it. I know. It. I, I feel I'm honored. <laughs> I'm honored you, you made it to LinkedIn. Absolutely. Uh, my name is Jordan. I am the CEO and co-founder of Starfish. I have been spending the last eight years in restaurant tech. Prior to Starfish, I was a early employee at Marketman and helped the team grow and scale that company. What Starfish does is we are trying to help restaurants and restaurant chains automate their P&L analysis. So we integrate into accounting systems, QuickBooks, Xero, NetSuite, R365, et cetera, pull in the P&L, and then give tasks that show restaurants how to lower their costs and increase their profits. An example is we had a customer last week uh, using Cintas. Cintas had upped their pricing and didn't tell their customer. They had no idea. Uh, Starfish pointed it out. They got a check for a couple thousand dollars, lower prices, better payment terms, all that fun stuff. So we're really here to help restaurants get back their time, empower end managers, and help restaurants lower costs. I also see my guy, uh, Brandon, here. I cannot recommend Brandon Smith and his company enough. We've uh, sent some customers his way, and they rock. So shout out to Brandon, who I'm sure is coming up now. That is awesome, Jordan. Welcome to the community. Thank you for Thanks being here. Thanks for having here. me. You uh, you crushed it. We, we do the 60 seconds, who are you, what do you believe, every single episode so that people that are new can find out who people are. But you did a great job telling a story, um, which we try to teach a lot of tech companies. Um, not everyone's as great as Matt, but you did phenomenal. Great job, I, Mitch. I appreciate it. No problem, Mitch. Mike is yours. Sixty seconds. Go for it, Mitch. Are you with us? Hey, sorry. Uh, I work for uh, AppStem. We design, de uh, develop, uh, and implement custom software uh, for all types of businesses, not just restaurants. Um, and I believe in the power of community and in LinkedIn. Beautiful. Thank you for being here, Mitch. I also believe Mitch has an incredible forehand. Uh, if you saw his LinkedIn post from this week, uh, that was you, right, Mitch? Yeah, that's me. Once in a while, it goes in, and I get get, get out of here. That was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> Brandon, welcome to the stage. Sixty seconds. Who are you? What do you believe in? Hey, thanks, thanks, John. Appreciate it. And uh, Jordan, thanks, man, for the shout out. I appreciate it. Uh, Actually, it probably wouldn't be where I'm at without Jordan Silverman. Beat him probably seven, eight years ago when we implemented Market Man. We were a heavy commissary location and uh, pretty much taught me everything I knew. And that kind of almost went all the way to Restaurant 365 when I'm onboarded with them five, six years ago. So we actually developed commissary's V2 module with Re Restaurant 365 and then really helped out with the uh, the latest commissary module. But uh, toast and restaurant 365 expert, but I love helping restaurants just make the most out of their tech and implementing it. Um, I believe that restaurant operators sometimes are not technologists, and uh, I'm kind of a restaurant guy that knows technology, knows technology, not the latter. It's awesome. Thanks for being here, Brandon. We appreciate it. Charlie Eblen, happy anniversary! Three years to Single Tree Nation. Thanks for being here, brother. Thank you. So. Three years, well, about three and a half years ago, I I was I was fired from my job, got got pushed off a cliff by my wonderful wife to start my own company and depend on myself and stop worrying about other people's opinions. So we started this little brand called Single Tree Barbecue out of a food truck three years ago. Today was opening day in 2021. We we have been fortunate and privileged enough to to build a a restaurant company um a food truck brick and mortar podcast concession stands and are working on future deals with with Publix and some others to to get our sauces in retail and possible other locations so i am uh i am i am humbled and blessed by the fact that i've been able to learn from some of the greatest minds in in our industry that are that meet in this room every wednesday and friday and uh, i wouldn't be here without you guys and the community that we're building congratulations charlie we love you man we're proud of you dean LeBay. i'm so happy that you're here dean can you unmute take 60 seconds and let the room know who you are and what you believe in oh my name is dean LeBay. i'm located in new orleans and what do I believe in? I believe everybody needs to be treated with respect, no matter what station in life they're in. And uh, I'm just going to listen in the conversation. Uh, I'm jazzed about NRA. I'm jazzed about what's going on in my life. 
and um, I'm going to listen in and spread the joy. Thanks. Dean, are you going to NRA? you damn right. Well, hell yeah, buddy. Let's well, get this party started now. Listen, you know, uh, uh, I would not have gone last year because of this group. Uh, my, I went from, listen, it, it, tell us the story, Dean. You're fine. Yeah, this is on the Digital Hospitality Podcast. This is, this, yeah, we're, let's hear we're, it. we're repurposing the content. And for those that don't know, NRA is not the National Rifle Association show that we're talking about. We're talking about the National Restaurant Association show. They've tried to rebrand to the restaurant show, um, but it's, they have some more work to do. <laughs> the restaurant show in Chicago, it's the Super Bowl of restaurant shows and technology shows. Dean, can you share uh, a little bit about what, what happened last year? Well, last year, uh, I was basically, uh, I started following y'all when y'all were on uh, Clubhouse. And uh, I basically, uh, I went from the, hospital, the nursing home bed to the house, to the wheelchair, to the walker. And y'all kept encouraging me, you know, just keep taking another step. Don't give up. Keep doing what you're doing. And uh, I reached out to Sean and said, man, you know, I've always wanted to go. I'm 63 years old, be 64 in June. He said, well, listen, let me see what I can do about that. And uh, sure enough, he put out a, a GoMe fund, him and Stover did. And within two hours, they raised enough money not only to send me, but to send me to the show, put me up, and get my ass back to Longview. And I'll always be appreciative. What I found out at that show was the market has changed. Um, price is not, if price is the only reason you buy things, you're, you're in the wrong business. It's about relationships. It's about building those relationships. And uh, something happened just recently that um, I thought about, and I thought about what John says. You know, he always says the truth vibrates the fastest. And what does that mean? Uh, you know, well, for a long time, my mother used to tell me things like, you know, Dean, you know, it's better to keep your mouth shut. It's better to let people think you are dumb than open your mouth and remove all doubt. And I thought that was, I thought that was, you know, not to ask questions, but it's not. What that means is, Kind of what Sean says about the truth vibrating fashion. You find out quickly what people are about. Now, there are some people out there that are just pieces of shit. Uh, and uh, uh, the truth vibrates the fastest. And I found in this group that everybody in this group, is, it's a rising tide. If one person's down, we lift each other up. And, and uh, I can't think of it. Listen, on Wednesday and Friday, I know where I'm at. Uh, if you want to find me in the world, that's where I'm at. I'm going to be here this Wednesday and Friday. Anyway, I'm going to listen and see what's going on. I'm jazzed for uh, the NRA. In fact, I'm fired up, you know, NRA season. Thanks. Appreciate you, Dean. And uh, everybody down below, James, George, Craig, Mark, Rosie, Phyllis, Helen, Richard, we see you. We'd love to hear your voice. If you're here just to listen, that is totally cool. Um, and if you're listening on the digital hospitality feed, we appreciate you and we hope that you join us for a live show. So we are repurposing these LinkedIn lives. These are our community calls that started on Clubhouse every single Wednesday, every Friday that are now on LinkedIn live, but we are going to repurpose that content. So live content will be repurposed. And today's topic is about repurposing content. I think one of the things that we've learned how to do um, is what my media mentor talks about a lot with the stage theory understanding that when you put content out in the world, when you speak your truth out into the world, that is a stage. So if I get the opportunity to go and speak at a local restaurant show here in Southern California, um, I'll be going to one at the end of this year, which is the new rebranded California restaurant show before it was the Western food show, but we've gone for the last two years. Um, fortunate to get the opportunity to go and speak and hopefully, there's other restaurateurs, technology professionals, marketers, salespeople that are in the audience that something I say might resonate with. And if there's 10 people in the audience, if there's two people in the audience, if there's 100 people in the audience, that's phenomenal. But what we've learned how to do is to bring cameras, whether that's our smartphone, to having somebody actually take a video of you speaking, or bringing one of my media team to come and actually video that content. And what we've been doing recently is teaching executives that no matter where they're speaking, it is important to capture that truth. If you capture the truth, 
then you have the opportunity to reach a much larger audience. So we have some amazing people here, up here on stage. We have amazing people in the rooms. But because we have the technology at our fingertips, because we're willing to ask for help, Elizabeth and her husband have helped us to hopefully record this content so that you that might be listening on Apple Podcasts, that might be listening on Spotify, maybe our truth will speak to you. Maybe this is the episode where you go, I'm going to make a point to get on LinkedIn. I'm going to make a point to join Cali Barbecue Media and the Digital Hospitality Rising Tide, and I'm going to be uncomfortable. I'm going to raise my hand. I'm going to come on stage, and I'm going to speak my truth. I'm going to figure out a story to say in the 60 seconds that I get, because if we learn your story, and if you get good at telling your story, then other people will tell your story for you. You know, one of the things we talk about, Jason brought it up a couple of weeks ago, was what's your one word? Who are you and what's your one word? Jason said training. You know, for me, it would be storytelling. What's your one word? So that somebody goes, there's a guy, there's a girl, you have to talk to them. This is what they do. They're phenomenal at what they do. This is their obsession. They are obsessed with doing this thing. So today we're going to go around. Thank you guys. We see you for joining. I see Adam, Mike, Richard. Thank you guys for joining us on stage. Today the topic is give us a story about repurposing. Give us a story about repurposing. Elizabeth, Mike is yours. Go ahead and start us off. Oh, okay. Um, so I guess that story, a story about uh, repurposing is the idea of, of you do not have to keep creating new content over and over again. And I would encourage everyone to jump back into your earlier posts on social media. The way that I measure this is like on Instagram, if you just hit the scrolling up once and don't touch it, let it stop. Anything that's below that line, then you can feel free to repost any of that junk. <laughs> Go back. Take a look at the, the, the videos that have resonated with your audience and go back and retell some of those stories or reshare them to your IG stories or, or maybe pull them over onto LinkedIn. But how could you take some of that content and repurpose it? Because you've gotten new followers since that time that you posted. And so why not go back and farm in the areas that, um, that people may not have seen before? And so... Uh, don't feel bad about reinventing the wheel. Go back and grab some of that. So a story for me, I guess, for that is I have uh, clients that I do work for that's at around, you know, Spotify was doing that Spotify wrapped thing where it was telling you like what, what songs you need to listen to the most, what your vibe is, all the things. And so uh, I was talking to Richard down below and he was saying, what if you did a Giphy wrapped, like gift wrapped, like at Christmas gift wrapped, but where I would go back through and pull out the greatest hits of my clients throughout the year. Um, I worked with animated gifts. So I went through their data, pulled their most used gifts, their most viewed ones, and created a piece of content that they could then share with their followers and tagged them in it, invited them to collaborate, all that kind of stuff. So I began to cross pollinated to those audiences as well. And, and so it became my content by rehearsing their content. And so anyway, that's my story. I'll hand it to you, Sean. It's fantastic, Elizabeth. And just a reminder, one of the things we talk about a lot is you, if you have a great story to Elizabeth's point, and it's resonated in the past, you need to keep telling the same story and you need to get better at telling it. Every single comedian that makes their Netflix special have told that joke thousands, if not tens of thousands of times and have iterated on that joke. So if you have a great story, if there's somebody with a great story in your company, let's figure out a way to capture that content and share it on more platforms. Jason Berkowitz, give us a story. Something similar that I posted on LinkedIn yesterday that, that I think carries over is one thing that I love about training and online training is that you can capture a moment where people are, are either sharing a personal story or a group of people are learning together and then you've caught this and it's scalable and you know i talk to people about well online versus in person don't you really learn a lot in person i'm like yeah i think it goes hand in hand i think it's absolutely about you know sharing both and combining these online experiences with these in-person one-on-ones and group talks and everything but in taking it in this way, you know, I took a photo of 
this anonymous interview that we captured for our anti-harassment training that we built for California's anti-harassment course. And it was just this incredible moment that we're able to use in the course, use for social, share. So it's ourselves, it's other content that we grab, but I love being an online course creator and then capturing this, this, this raw moment where we heard something or learned something from somebody else and then scaling that through all of these types of mediums. I'm looking to get better at myself, let's say, through podcasts I'm doing or various ways and sharing it. But I think we've really always appreciated the idea that when you capture something that goes into a course, that's a snippet that should absolutely be shared, not only for marketing, but just for a great teaching moment. Um, so that's my story. And that's something that we're going to continue to focus on because something that's really big for me and that I'm excited about with Arrow Up is, and I talked about this with another restaurant brand yesterday, which is a larger topic that I think is exciting. It's, I, we're saying, don't try to capture content that only works within your brand. If we capture something that's really cool and somebody's wearing a Carl's Jr. hat or whatever it is, it doesn't matter if we share it with other companies. There is a community and if we capture something magic of a human experience, then we want to share that with a bunch of different companies so that everybody can learn together in a community aspect. And that's something that I think is more powerful about repurposing content. It's not letting it sit within an isolated vertical, get it out, let people experience it and grow with it together. And that's my story. That's amazing. Can you share a little bit about what you think I mean, you've been part of the clubhouse call, you've been on these calls, and now we're on LinkedIn, but the idea of repurposing this into a format so that people that can't join us on LinkedIn or don't know about these LinkedIn calls can now have access to these conversations. I mean, you've been here for some of the most amazing, you know, conversations that I I, I failed, you know, unfortunately, we failed and we didn't figure out a way to get them captured. Link Clubhouse updated their tech and allowed you to access them, but this is something that we've talked about in this community doing for a while. Can you share a little bit about that, Jason? Yeah, you know, what's amazing is in Clubhouse, you had this one piece that you could do, which was you could, if you heard something magical for the last, what was it, 30 seconds, 60 seconds, you just record it and you can share it out. And there was something really good about that. I struggled because these stories that all of you share with us can get so raw and powerful that I'm sure all of us have like kind of split our attention a little bit here and there and then caught the moment. I really love listening fully, but I'm sure people have done this. And then you hear somebody start to tell the story and it brings you in immediately and it's magical and it's powerful. And I would forget that I could share it in that moment. Right. And so I think if there's going to be something really cool is with if we can take the audio transcripts if we can keep capture what the audio is, then look at it as a, as a post transcript and go back and see something, right? Maybe our voices can start to be recognized. Then we can take that clip and share it because it's powerful. And, and people who I see and come back, right? And Barry, I'll let him talk on this more, who's in the audience, we had a conversation about coming in. And after the, his first, uh linkedin a few weeks ago you know experience he wrote i love that you guys kept talking about the story of it all and using story and so to me that answer is how do we figure it out but i think maybe it's through transcripts and whatnot to say we're sharing raw shit here and that's how we're learning together and growing together and it, and it literally is a support group more than anything and i think we can capture that in a clip and then promote somebody else said this instead of I said this, somebody else said this, right? I'll capture a story or hear something Laura said and be like, fuck, I want to take that clip, share it and show that with her permission that this is a safe zone because as Stover pointed out, sometimes I've, we've said stuff and I've said stuff where I'm like, nobody tell anybody, <laughs> which doesn't work. So that's how I think we can do it. That's magic. Thank you. Uh, Stover, Mike is yours. Yeah, um, I uh, I have this long history with repurposing, and a lot of it was not positive. Uh, so I came from print journalism. My, most of my career from my early 20s on was focusing on print and the product that came out of print. And um, it was all about like what could fit in there, the space. 
you know, when you get up to an editor and a publisher for small newspapers, you have to worry about the cost of ink and all that stuff. And I'm so happy to leave that behind. Um, one thing we did do really well, though, was repurpose content for the newspaper. And news agencies do this to this day. They will invest in the time it takes to hire a reporter to go out and report a story. That reporter will file that story. It's edited and fact-checked and all that good stuff, we hope. Now, that's published. It's not that it's forgotten about. It, it's it's republished the next week, but how do they republish that story? They send a reporter out for a little bit less time and get an update on that big story. What's the new information? What's the new value they can add to that data and, and research they've already done? So the editor clops together the new information with a rewritten version of what was printed last week. And they keep repeating that. As long as the story is interesting and there's new value to be added to the story so if you think of that in terms of TikTok or other places where you can find your greatest hits thanks to analytics you can repurpose that yes you can just re redo it or put it out but that's lazy you have to think what is the new information what is the new value that i can add on top of this piece of content that's already been out in the world so that way you give it uh, inherently more value for your audience and they are more likely to share it so I want everyone to think about like the value they can add to their content. That's great. Context matters for sure. Can you share a little bit for the group just uh, about the digital hospitality behind the smoke feed and how excited we are to get these conversations uh, <laughs> published onto that feed? Because you know, I remember now, because now, feed. now, now everybody, now every this is a live show that yeah. anybody that's on is literally appeared as a guest on digital hospitality. A lot of Amazing. people have been guests on this. We've done yes. hundreds and hundreds of episodes not just of digital hospitality, this podcast, but the preceding podcast called Behind the Smoke. Now, I was a listener and fan of that show uh, before I even had any conversation with Sean online or off. Uh, I discovered that because it was in the barbecue niche, which I was also in in Texas when I started my podcast there. And it was such a specific type of show, but then over time it started growing. It became more of a business show and then a marketing show and then a media show and all the cool things that we talk about now. So when I teamed up with Sean, we were like, well, we need a show about what we're talking about. We dubbed it Digital Hospitality. We said, where are we going to use this show? Where are we going to put it? Are we going to make a new podcast? Are we going to do it alongside Behind the Smoke? And the answer was no. We're going to retire Behind the Smoke, use the exact same feed, the exact same subscribers, and everything else. And we are going to turn it into Digital Hospitality. And we, we realized that it didn't harm us in any way. It helped us grow. We took that exact audience and we could have said, well, let's just keep giving them what they expect. But no, we decided to give them new, more interesting uh, content. And part of our strategy from the beginning was let's not just make a show that's Sean sitting down and talking with people. Let's make a show where we can repurpose speeches, where we can repurpose uh, conversations that we have internally. Let's make a show where we can repurpose other people's episodes, new added value at the top. So we started to think of our RSS feed, not just as a series, but as a network where we can publish any piece of audio content on this feed that then gets pushed to all the amazing platforms that are free to publish on. I mean, when else in history has it been free to publish on a platform like Apple or Spotify? So it's really your duty to get some audio content onto an RSS feed no matter what it is, it could be a LinkedIn call or a conversation uh, with a, a business partner. That's awesome. Thank you, Matt. Repurpose content. Yeah, so I'm going to take a slightly different uh, tack to this. So one of the things that I, I struggled with when I started doing podcasts was, you know, not being super scripted, also not just answering incorrectly off the cuff answers. And one of the things that I figured out somewhere along the way was, you know, you can repurpose the 10 or 15 really important concepts or stories or pieces of information that you want to get across so that, you know, and I found that as I have conversations, you know, today, I basically have, you know, uh, a handful of these well thought out conceptual narratives and stories that I end up repurposing to every conversation. And typically that fills almost 95% of you know, the, the content or answers that you need. So 
not just repurposing content, but really dialing in your story and repurposing those right narratives in the right places. That's great. That's great feedback. Barry, what do you got? Repurpose content. Well, um, you know, all great notes. I mean, really, I learned so much from everybody on this uh, team here. Um, I start with repurposing myself, to be honest with you, and opening up my mind to new ways of doing things. And I think that um, it's important to collaborate with people so that you can bring that content to life. Um, I also have to know my audience and listen to their needs and ideas and incorporate that into repurposing material um, because that brings relevance. What was once um, a great idea um, is enhanced more when you bring it to life with their stories um, and adding that to material so that um, it speaks, you know, and there's a story to tell. I think we talk a lot about stories um, and I think that's super important. I also believe in, you know, collaborating with technology experts to support the material, um, which will allow us to reach a larger circle and, um, and enhance that experience. And, um, really just uh, bringing everything relevant and repurposing things that have worked, learning from the people who um, have those experiences and uh, moving forward with it, just, you know, remaining relevant. So that's always interesting. Great. Yeah. One of the, you have to have source material in order to repurpose it. So repurpose and the purpose should be the truth. And if you're speaking the truth in real life or online, the repurposed content should be a better version of that, if possible. Great stuff, Barry. Jordan, what do you think about repurposing? You got a story you can share with us? Absolutely. Uh, we did a testimonial video with one of our customers a couple of weeks ago, and it was like a 20-minute testimonial call, cut it into like an eight-minute long testimonial. And I mean, out of that 20-minute call, we'll get like 15 individual clips that we can then go use on TikTok, LinkedIn, Instagram, all telling a different story. And I think that used to be really hard and I'm not saying it's easy now, but tools and software like CapCut, HeyGen and other things have just made it at least a lot easier. So that's just an example of how we repurpose here at Starfish is we have testimonials and we're able to create a lot of content from single conversations. Can't tell you how excited I am to hear you say that. <laughs> those are the things. <laughs> those are the things that we talk about all the time. It's like the amount of calls that die on Zoom or live in a cloud. That you know, if you ask for permission, whether it's you know an investor that believes in your company, a customer that believe, that loves your company, like there's so much magic out there that you can use. That that's that's what should be on social, <laughs> not some bullshit advertisement about your company. I literally Absolutely. sat there yesterday. I'm sorry to jump in, but I literally sat there in a pitch with a big company that reviewed all of our courses and was like, it is in looking at our leadership series. And they were like, the, the authentic delivery in that moment of just like, he's like, our whole team gathered around it and couldn't stop talking about it for like the next hour of just how you nailed it. And you're, and I'm like, why the fuck am I not recording these conversations? Because it was, it was still the sale wasn't there. And I didn't want to make it weird, but I'm like, wait, this was on Zoom. This was uh this was um yeah, it was a Zoom meeting. Come on. That it was, that it was a post meeting of yeah, it was the after come on, Berkowitz. Well, it was like I didn't want to put them off and on their back heels because again, I'm going in the thing that I want is a subscription service in the sale with the company. But the way this dude just nailed it, I was like, that would be front and fucking center. Jordan, I'm so sorry to, to jump on your words there, but but you you fucked me up with that, so I had to jump in. I I appreciate it. You uh, said it more eloquently and yet used more curse words. It's a very uh, good <laughs> room. That was impressive. Welcome <laughs> to the room. And Troy's not even in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Sean, you repurposed a famous voicemail message on this very podcast feed. Oh, I, I did. First, uh, that is correct. Can you explain what that repurposed voicemail was that you turned into content? Sure. So before we started what is now known as Cali Barbecue 16 years ago, I was in business with a breakfast operator 
Um, and we tried to add a dinner business and add a sports bar, me and one of my best friends from college. Um, that relationship did not go well. Um, we had ideas, he had ideas, and we ended up parting ways after three months. But uh, I'll, at the third month, he sent me a message, um, a voicemail message that was about a minute long, berating me, berating my grandfather, berating everything that I did, telling me that he was going to sue me. Um, just very mean things that he said. And what we did is we took that voicemail, I saved it, and then we repurposed that voicemail for the first 50 episodes of Behind the Smoke, which is now the digital hospitality episode. But the reason that we did it was the reason for the show was the truth behind business, is that business isn't easy. And this is the shit that people don't talk about in business school, is that if you do not have good partnerships, if you do not have strong agreements, if you do not have clear lines of communication, this is what will happen. And you can lose everything. And that was the premise of the show. Eventually, we removed that episode. But yeah, thanks, Dover. Um, if anybody wants to laugh, um, I will send you the uh, the beginning intro of, of the voicemail. Full of nasty words, which is what reminded me. Full of nasty words, yeah. Full of nasty words. Uh, Mitch, Mike is yours. Go ahead. Give us a story about repurposing. Yeah, I don't generate the best content, but I really believe in using other people's content and repurposing their content, whether that's you know trying to start conversations in the comments or reposting other people's comments. Um, I think that's the, like one of the best ways to try to build trust and try to get your personality out there without just posting about yourself or your company. Um, I, I think that's something that I do all day, every day, I think, and it, it has helped grow my community, I think a little bit, but use other people's. There's so much good stuff on LinkedIn. Use people in this community, uh, comment on their, on their posts, see if you can have some hot take. Um, and I, and I think that's one of the best ways to, to use this platform is use other people's content. Mitch, did you make the post about Costco? Yeah, I did. What are you talking about? You don't make great, you make phenomenal content. Working can you, on it. Charlie. Can you can you share why, why did you make that post? I hope that be, I hope that becomes a series. I want to see what's in your trunk after every Costco visit. Costco always <laughs> fucking wins. Sean. We're in there. We set a budget. We're just going to get a rotisserie chicken, and uh, we walked away with a, a couple trees. Um, yeah, the, the SUV was full of of crap. Um, but how much engagement did you get on that post? I mean, that's the truth. Like you, you literally spoke to the truth, and that it's a that marketing goes... write-off now, Mitch. It's <laughs> yeah, marketing right, right. There you go. Well, I'm trying to get you a Costco sponsorship, Mitch. Come on, oh, hey, we need it. <laughs> no, I don't want the sponsorship. I want their, uh, I want their business, Sean. If you have even there, there, you go. Even better. Well, keep yeah. making these, keep making these videos and the and posts about what what ends up in the Costco thing. <laughs> Love it. It's fantastic. Awesome, Mitch. Uh, Dean LeBay, give us a story about repurposing. Well, most of y'all already know this. I pretty much repurpose y'all stuff because a lot of times it's, uh, uh, I'm not sure I can add to it. Uh, something that Sean uh, actually listened to, she did a little thing that says, uh, Sean's thing that says, uh, no one's coming to tell your story. Uh, leave the show, not the commercial. And I repurpose that little gift or that sticker whenever I'm trying to get my point across to people because nobody is coming. And, and, and you know, as much as we like to think that people are out there, they're not coming, you know, unless you get out there and put your name out there. Now, when I was early in my sales career, you know, we used to make those Avery labels and we'd make sure our name was on whatever if they needed repair work or whatever. You know, that's so 1980. I mean, today we have free access all kinds of media that we can repurpose our thought of who we think has something good to say. Uh, I've been following um, the clear God guy. You know, he's got good stuff. And, and um, you know, it, it's just amazing just to repurpose it. Now, I know you're supposed to ask permission on that. And, and sometimes I don't ask for permission. And I'm sorry. I apologize. But I, I repurpose other people's stuff just like Mitch was talking about, because a lot of times I can't say it any better than it's been said. And so that's what I do. Um, I engage. Um, you know, a rising time, it's all shit. Uh, 
I, I tend to hang with people that have the same values that I do. That's why I hang with this group. Thanks. We appreciate You'll be hearing from my lawyer, Dean. <laughs> Dean, that, that's the magic. If you get if you get a, a letter from Matt's lawyer, then you make a video about that. The lawyer is dyslexic, too. It's going to be okay. Hey, listen, listen, uh, Matt, that's fine. No, I'll, I'll tell you just like I do all the other people that call morning collecting. Uh, you got to get in line. The IRS gets paid first, and I promise you, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna top them. So come on with it, big man. Dean, you've got an open pass to repurpose anything I ever do, my man. There you go. It's fantastic. And uh, just a quick welcome to everybody down below. We see you. We appreciate you. Uh, please give each other a follow. Um, LinkedIn makes it really easy to follow each other in the room, reach out to each other. Everyone in these rooms are weirdly available um, to help each other. Rising tide lifts all ships. So thank you guys down below. Adam, welcome to the stage. You got a story about repurposing content you can share with the group. Thanks for being here. Hi, everyone. Um, I found Opus Clip, and Opus Clip was the best thing I found to to, to take content that I thought was awesome and, and sort of repost. I need to do it more, actually, but uh, if anyone hasn't used it, um, Opus Clip is awesome. It, it will take whatever video you've got, um, even if it's in generic YouTube, um, and split it and use AI to split the, the content into what it thinks is the best um, uh, content to post. So uh, for me, that that's that one. Um, on I do IT for restaurants, so repurposing hardware is always very handy. Um, so on the other side of what we do, um, it's always nice to have a restaurant reopening or a new site opening, taking a site that's closed, repurposing all the hardware. Um, but in regards to content wise, um, yeah, Opus Pro is uh, is something that I I, I love to use um, to take those little snippets and, and and share, which I need to do more. That's awesome. Keep doing more. Adam's phenomenal. If you guys aren't following him, give him a follow. Give each other a follow. Phyllis Williams Strotter in the house. What's up? You always say my name so well. <laughs> as I get all, as you get me fired up when you're in the room, I know you're going to bring the truth. Oh my God, I am. A I'm, I'm your hype man. I'm. I'm. You I'm, are. You are, and I yeah. love it. I love it, sweetie. <laughs> Let's go. Oh my goodness. And it's funny. I came in on this day because I know I've been missing a lot of rooms, and I started doing a LinkedIn live. I've actually moved the time up on Friday so I can be in here on Fridays. Um. But I started, even when I started doing those, I started record, having Zoom on in the background. And I've been repurposing clips from that. I used, um, what is it, Riverside and repurposed clips from that to start getting my Instagram back in order because I like just let that slip away. So I'm using clips from that. So y'all see me talking a lot of shit and my head is cut off because I, <laughs> I do it um, 16 by nine and then I repurpose it in nine by 16. So my head is half gone, but it's, I'm getting it out there. So I don't care. Um, and then another thing, talk about repurposing, I'm actually getting ready to repurpose the Big Mr. Brand. And as far as for Neil's personal brand and taking that and using it to create like a continuous masterclass where people can come behind the, behind the scenes and pick my brain and ask me, well, why'd you do this? Well, why'd you do that? Well, how do you know this is what he wants? And all that kind of stuff. So I'm repurposing what I did before, but now that I do better, and creating a masterclass for people who want to better understand a personal brand that's scalable. I don't know what the business end is going to be, but that's because I'm starting with the um, with the personal brand side before I build the business the business brand side. So I'm repurposing all up and through. And I appreciate you, Sean. I haven't been able to tell you that in a while, but I always appreciate you, sweetie. Just know that. You know how much we appreciate you, Stover. When is uh, Phyllis's episode drop? Next Tuesday, if you check oh, out oh, oh, what's up, you can uh, watch, listen, read all about Phyllis, her story. Oh, it's about to be on and popping, y'all. About to be on, Entrepreneur Tuesday, Phyllis's episode drops, and uh, we're really excited. Phyllis, I love the fact that you're posting content where you're cutting your head off. It's like, <laughs> it's the most beautiful thing, and the reason why it's beautiful is because most people wait for it to be perfect and it's never going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And like, we can all figure it out along the way. Like we're figuring out this LinkedIn live and repurposing it onto the digital hospitality. Like we've never, like we don't have the answers. We're just, we're just willing to make a lot of mistakes yeah. and try, like try and keep trying and then ask for help. 
you know, we can't do this by ourselves. Like if you guys didn't show up to these rooms, it would just be me and Stover hanging out, like having our calls, but you guys come to the room, you add so much value and we know that we're not alone. You know, we know that we're not alone. Let me tell you guys, Sean threatened me. When, I would uh, never. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Come you on. You threatened me on the podcast because I because it's for Entrepreneur Magazine. I said, okay, Sean, I don't know how much of it does. Uh, Ghetto Country Grandmother, you want to hear? You said you better bring that shit. Otherwise, I'm not airing it. I It sounds like something I would say. You definitely brought it. Oh, I, I made sure your terms are in the article and everything. Oh, so there you go. That that's some pillar content, Phyllis. That's that's to get you to land these big clients you're going out here. Well, thank you ever so much, sweetie. <laughs> we we appreciate you. You're phenomenal. Thank you. Laura, Mike is yours. Give us a story about repurposing content. Okay. Um, so recently, let's see, a video I posted, I think two days ago, I was in Chicago for work and um Justin Ulrich's video uh, from his experience at RLC had a guy named Chris Munns dancing. And I have no idea who Chris Munns is at the time, but I was, I loved his dad dance, right? So I said, who is this Chris Munns and why are we not connected? And it just started this kind of fun thread. So I was walking down the street to an appointment in Chicago and I came across the Jolly Bee um, mascot out on the sidewalk. Uh, and they have a dance. It's a three-step dance that they have posted in all their restaurants, and it's uh, bend your knees, twist, and and turn in place, right? So I just did that dance out on the street, and my colleague Layla filmed it, and it was really fun because um, because a lot of the, the senior leadership at Jolly Bee Corporation, they also own Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf, Smashburger and several other brands. They're originally from Manila in the Philippines. And their their slogan is um their their goal is to spread chicken joy all over the world. So they're really growing here in the US. But um just fun to see the engagement from from the leadership team there and one and one of my clients at Jollibee tagged somebody else in leadership saying, hey, this partnership is really performing great results. So it was, you know, it was, it was a testimonial. It was just a variety of levels of engagement from kind of repurposing Chris Munn's dad dance in a way and um, just following that joy related to just kind of having fun and showcasing your customers. That was a magical post. Uh, please go to Laura's profile and check it out. Awesome story, awesome follow-up, and following the thread. You know, you you found the truth. <laughs> that video, the video that Justin did was phenomenal. He got a lot. Wasn't of it? Engagement. He did such a good job uh, doing what we talk about in these rooms. We talk about smartphone storytelling. You don't need to have a media team to follow you around. We all have a media studio in our pocket. We just have to have the courage to look stupid, sound stupid, and. You know, I would say Chris didn't look stupid. He looked amazing. <laughs> he, he, he did. He was dancing and he was owning the dance. And we we do business with Chris and uh, Boosh, and we love Priam, who's uh, the founder of Boosh. He's phenomenal on Instagram. But yeah, to the point of speak your truth, and we don't need to go and create LinkedIn. You just went and had and posted something that brought a lot of joy to people. It's very cool. Thank you, Charlie Eblen. Share a story. Charlie Evelyn, are you still with us? Yes, sir. Yes, on your, sir. So, on your on the third anniversary of Single Tree Barbecue. Three years, man. Can you believe? And you've known me for two of those, so you you've been you've been in on the ground floor. It's I've, been absolutely amazing. I met Charlie on Instagram Live. It's one of my favorite stories. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty killer. So to start with, in the uh, in the spirit of Dean's point of, of rising tide lifts all ships um if you're listening to the sound of my my gruff voice today please go down to the bottom of the group there's a gentleman in here by the name of makai jones uh, makai is an incredible young man who is starting his journey in entrepreneurship and business um I, i've tried to get him up on stage today but he can't he just he's he's unavailable so he's just listening but please give him a follow um, the name of his company is called herbalife 
Um, he's a guru when it comes to to health and uh, and and just being a healthy healthier individual. Um, a great guy to know, just all around good human being. And uh, please help him out and and build his network and his community as well, so we can we can bring everybody up along along with the journey. But um, a story about uh, repurposing content. Um, you know, when you when you're running, it, Sean pushed me off the ledge to to get into podcasting, and and that really helps me reuse some of my long form content to cut up and put into different short clips and moments in time. But uh, one of my one of my most recent stories is I for those of you who don't know, I've been on a on a mission pretty hardcore to be featured on diners, drive-ins and dives with Guy Fietti. And I made a, I took someone else's post of the crazy airplane lady that was, was yelling at somebody that is not real on the back of the plane and, and remixed their video and put Guy Fietti's face on the end of it. And that video, um, got 11,000 views on YouTube in about an hour. Um, it fell flat after that, but it got, it got 11,000 11, views in a matter of you know, minutes. And so when you, when you see content that you like, um, or that gets your attention, remember that because if it gets your attention, it's getting someone else's attention as well. And to be able to use your content and mix it up with others, um, you know, and, and Dean, I disagree with you. If it's on the internet, it's free game man. go for it. If I post it, you're more than welcome to reuse all of mine. You'll never get a call from my attorney. Um, so, you know, for those of you who want to use attorneys against Dean LeBay, the man, the myth, the legend, come on, Matt. You think I can afford an attorney? I avoid my attorney like the plague. It charges me by the minute. I'm just saying, sue me. Don't sue Dean. That's fantastic. No one's suing anybody. This, this is a this is a, a rising tide. We need a villain every call, Sean, and we think that, we found ours. Well, Matt volunteered himself. Wow, he, he ran. He ran right into the bus. <laughs> I don't know. There's been a lot of Sean pushing people off of business things. <laughs> hey, That's look, it was, it was with Sean nothing. Sean is but always love, pushing. Man. I'm always yeah. pushing, but but the the water's warm, Matt. Come on in. Um, Matt climbs trees. He doesn't swim. That's true. Thank you, Charlie. We appreciate that. Uh, Makai Jones, welcome. Thank you for being here. We hope you keep joining us and come up on stage whenever you're ready. That goes for everybody down below. Helen, welcome to the stage. Helen from Marquee. Marquee is a partner of Cali Barbecue. We love Marquee. You guys do awesome stuff. We can't wait to, to do content in Chicago with you. Um, let us know a story about repurposing. Well, thank you. Yeah, I was actually just looking at our schedule for the booth at the National Restaurant Association show. Um, excited to see you guys on there again. Um, so when I hear the word repurposing and everyone's talking a lot about content videos, I think so much of it has to do with just retaining knowledge and things that you hear, um, like taking notes during a meeting, along with recording it, of course, can be a way of repurposing like what was important to someone. What did they talk about? Um, you know, when you experience a new tool, if you actually start to use it and it, it benefits your life, that is also repurposing some type of information that you got and using it to your advantage. Um, and so I think in my world, a lot of what I repurpose is just, you know, the knowledge and things that I glean from other people. And sure, sometimes that's a, an interesting article or, you know, a, a video that, you know, a video clip or a testimonial from a client. But I think at the very basis of it, if you care about what, if you care about your audience and what you're trying to tell them, then listening to them and starting from that level is a really good way to repurpose 
anything, whether it's, a, a again, a video clip or just some words or knowledge. That is a great insight for sure. Taking notes, the, the idea of compressing time, um, you know, you can do a live stream for 11 hours like Gary Vee did recently, but his team is going to repurpose that content and they're going to take the best parts of that 11 hours. Uh, and those best parts to Helen's point is what is something, what is the truth that somebody speaks in a meeting that's powerful enough to write down, write down and retain and then share because then somebody didn't have to go to meeting, right? Uh, right. That's great. Thank you, Helen. Appreciate it. Ash, it's been a while, my friend. How are you? Were you able to unmute? We got you up on stage. Ash from Moya Burgers in Carlsbad. Ash. Hello. There I he is, my friend. I didn't even know that I'm on stage. You're on stage. <laughs> on You're on stage. stage. You're on the Digital Hospitality Show. Yeah, good Welcome morning, to the America. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Imagine if this happened at a real conference. Someone, someone's on stage, They're like, "Hey, can you talk?" And they're like, "I'm on stage." I'm on stage. <laughs> You're on stage, Ash. I'm doing just my stuff in the restaurant. I was like, huh? "I'm on stage." You're, you're on stage. You're speaking to the digital hospitality community all over the globe, not just in America. Love it, love it. Hi guys, how are you? How's everybody? Happy Wednesday. Uh, what we were talking about again? Just we're talking about repurposing content. I don't know. I guess a couple of days ago, I was I posted something on TikTok, and for whatever reason, it has the wrong music, so they muted it. So I was like, "What the heck?" So I just uh, redid it again and put their music on it, and it somehow it got fifteen hundred sixty-six views in like less than an hour. So I was like, "Okay, fine, good." <laughs> so uh, you know, repurposing. Uh, well, right now, well, we're facing a lot of challenging here in Kazbad because of the city is banning plastics and they basically is threatening everybody as they do what we want to or we'll shut you down. So, and I was whining for a little bit and then, you know what, screw you people. So I, uh, I start, uh, you know, I'm not really active that much. I'm always in the restaurant. Okay. So I have my team in the restaurant. I start going to committees, uh, government committees and uh, talk to cancel people talking to the chamber and all of a sudden everybody was like, oh shit, we didn't even know about that. I was like, okay, let's work on it. I was like, okay, here we go. So I kind of repurpose my purpose myself and be more involved and attack the issue instead of whining like a baby. So that's how it is. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Thank you, Ash. It's something that a lot of restaurant owners don't do. We complain about the things that we can't control and don't worry about the things that we can. You're doing those things. Congratulations on doing that. If there's anything we can do to help, let us know. Thank you, my friend. You got it. Thank you. All right, let's go ahead and do a tip takeaway homework assignment. Elizabeth, what do you got? Sorry. <laughs> Playing with my new walking pad. Walking while doing this. Guys, get up and move and hydrate. Um, <laughs> so as far as the repurposing thing, I loved Adam's share about Opus Clip. But I did want to point out another one that I love using is any app that uses text-based editing. So I can take my Zoom call or my LinkedIn Live that I do with my friend, we record it on Zoom, we pull down that video um, and I can pull it into Adobe Premiere or into CapCut. This is a free version of this. I did find out that outside of the US, you may not have this feature. So let me know if that's true. But in the editing part of CapCut, there's a text-based editing. It'll import the transcript and you can actually edit your video by editing the transcript itself. So it's like editing a Word document and you can just pull out the phrases or the minute long clip that you would want um, from those things. Opus Clip and other apps like it that Adam mentioned, they do all of that for you. You just have to pay per minute um, for the dialogue. But with CapCut, it is a free feature. I can drop a link if anybody's interested on how to do that in this event. Um, if you go back to the event in the comment section, you'll find it there. Back to you, Sean. Awesome. Thank you, Elizabeth. And thank you for the help with uh, recording the content today so that we can repurpose it on the digital hospitality feed. Jason Berkowitz, tip takeaway homework assignment. Um, uh, get braver and better at recording Zooms if even intro calls with people that have already experienced our platform. So when a moment happens, I can repurpose it. Yes, I can't wait to see that come into action. Stover, tip, takeaway, homework assignment. I'm thinking about the time in human history long before there was 
print long there before there before there was ways to like share information with people long ways away. You had to tell stories over campfire to each other in order to relay information. And those stories got repeated over and over again enough that your relatives would remember them and repeat to others, and they would then share that information with each other. And when you think about repurposing content and you're thinking about, should I you know, repurpose this? And, and you're worried about that stuff. Just remember, what's your reason for this? Your reason is hopefully that you want to share some information with the world. So go on and do that. And while you're at it, add some of your own information on top so we can all better the world together. So spread that information, reshare as much as possible, and uh, everything will get better. Fantastic. Matt. Homework assignments. Uh, I think I've got like 20 hours of podcast videos that I've never done anything with. I probably should throw them into one of those things and turn them into clips and use them. So that is, that's you right. There you go. I can't wait to see that. You definitely need to do that. Barry, tip, takeaway, homework assignment. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Um, takeaway, you know, just listening to Jason and um, listening to him talk about integrating people's stories into content. Um, everyone has their own and sharing it. You know, I'm a firm believer in one plus one equals three. So sharing other people's experiences, um, you know, it rings home with people and, and really uh makes a difference um and also stovers converting print to new mediums you know is important as technology improves um you know bringing that print to life and uh and bringing it relevant yeah that's great thank you barry jordan silverman thank you for being here my friend go ahead take away homework <laughs> thanks thanks again for having me sean i really liked your uh idea of like be a stand-up comedian almost where all they're doing is trying tweaking the same joke over and over again until it really resonates and hits with their crowd, aka your target market. And I think that's just something that we should be doing a lot more often. So that's my uh, homework. Awesome. Thank you, Jordan, for being here. Dean LeBay, like is yours. Um, I'm, I'm going to follow along with Jordan. You know, uh, it's been two years since we've known each other, Sean, and, uh, you know, it's, it's time. Um, um, I'm, I'm not helpless anymore. It's time to start telling my story and start um, telling the story of the potato theory. So I'm going to start working on that and I uh, can't wait to see all y'all in our Beautiful. We all can't wait to see the content about the potato theory and see whatever content can put out in the world. Phyllis, what's your take, tip, takeaway, homework assignment? Um, one tip is for uh, Jason. Jason, if you don't mind paying for Read AI, you can have it running. It runs along with Zoom. So it automatically records, physically records, plus it transcribes, plus it takes notes. It breaks it down. It gives you highlights. It does a whole lot of shit. And so then only thing you have to tell people when you're on a meeting is like, this is my note taker. Um, and then if you find some value in it that you want to share, then just go back and say, do you mind if I share anything from here that may be a value? Or you can even offer to share it with them. If you need to me to share my notes with you, you could just go into the app and share it with them. So I use it um, for all my meetings. And it's also what I use on Zoom um, when I'm recording the the, the um, audio lives. The other thing I do with it is, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, because you're doing the meeting, the way it records, you know how like when you're doing Zoom side by side and you download it, when you're actually recording it, it records it side by side. But if you have the read AI going along with it, it does person to person. So like if three of you are on a Zoom right now, it's going to break that up into th three different audio versions. Like it'll jump from person to person to person instead of having that side by side look. So it kind of gives you dual access to like two cameras in the room. So that's my tip. My takeaway. I'm already, I'm already on the on their side. So thank you very much. You're welcome, sweetie. And my takeaway is, um, uh, Dean, thanks for reminding me of that scripture, what your mom said about opening your mouth and removing all doubt. Yes, that's a reminder for me. So use it wisely. That's great. Thank you, Phyllis. Laura, tip, takeaway, homework assignment. My takeaway was from Elizabeth to go back to old, old posts that had good engagement and update with new information and not to be afraid to, to repost and repurpose. Awesome. Thank you, Laura. Helen. Hey, hey yeah, real quick. Go ahead. Happy birthday, Laura. Ah, oh, happy birthday. You. Oh, happy, happy birthday. birthday, Laura. 
Thanks, everybody. It was Friday. I was on a plane and Southwest really, really made me feel so special on my birthday. They made me a birthday cake out of a roll of toilet paper. How did they give me a hat? They knew it from your flight manifest, like from your no, booking. My friends, my friends, calling ah, and good friends. <laughs> yes, thank you. And another time, I'll I'll tell you all about my experience at Fig, the restaurant in. Oh Dublin. yeah, let's it let's was... hear about that on Friday. Okay, fantastic. Remind me. We will. Thank you, Helen. Tip takeaway homework assignment. I feel like my homework assignment is pushed out a couple of weeks, but we're getting ready to head to the National Restaurant Association show. They really do need to fix that rebranding. Um, but I want to actually make more content there, record more content there, um, and then you know repurpose it for afterwards. I realized after I got back from RLC a couple of weeks ago, I took one terrible photo the entire time. So I want to do more than one bad photo. I want to have at least a couple of good photos and videos after the show. We believe in you, Helen. I believe that you could do it. Can't wait to see what you put out there and to see you guys in Chicago. Ash, tip, takeaway, homework assignment. Ash, are you still with us? If not, no worries. Oh, go I'm ahead. Right um, yep. Yeah, just nice to listen to everybody and hear the stories. I appreciate you guys all. I appreciate being part of this community. And uh, just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> you got it. And uh, Craig, Mark, Marissa, Brandon, Rosie, Jay, Malik, uh, Mackay, thank you guys for being here, James. We appreciate it. If you guys want to reach out to any of us, please do that. You can always reach me at Sean P. Waltreff. Uh, we are grateful that you guys are a part of this community every Wednesday, every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific time. LinkedIn Live, you can go to Cali BBQ Media on LinkedIn um, for the rooms, uh, or you can always DM me, but we appreciate you. And uh, if you're listening on the podcast, we hope that you join us on LinkedIn and we hope to connect with you. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Barry, Jordan, Dean, Phyllis, Laura, Helen, Ash, and everybody that joined us today. We believe that you need to stay curious, you need to get involved, you got to ask for help. You guys all help us do that, so thank you. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Uh, can Thank I you, add Friday. a quick addendum? Please, always. The the Read AI that I spoke of earlier, it also works with Google Meets for you guys who are on Google Meets. Very good. Awesome. Thank you, Phyllis. We appreciate it. All right, you guys, we'll catch, we'll catch you on Friday. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Bye. everyone. Thank you.